Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Back, everyone. This is the OC with your host, Kevin Longpre, and my dear friends, Jason Turnbull and Dr. Sean Landry. Thank you for having us. I thought you were going to break out into song there for a second. Well, I thought about it. I wasn't just sultry. What's the, guy from, what's the guy from Saturday Night Live that used to do the... Uh, uh, it was so smooth. Adam Sandler? Not Sandler, but uh, the radio, they used to do that, uh, that. He was the DJ, remember? He was the, di- oh man. I don't remember that one. Oh. Me neither. Yeah. It'll come, <laughs> it'll come to me. Yeah. So how are you boys doing? Good weekend? Yes. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Some work and some play. Some work nice. and play. It's always what it should be, I guess, right? Huge bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Sean? Yeah, I had a good life week. with uh, little three kids. Three, it was good. we had a good weekend. Yeah, I yeah. saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while, some good high school buddies and family and stuff. So that was fun. Kids had a blast as always, and uh, yeah, good. There's a good mix of kids, so like my young guys get you know looked after by the older kids. So it's the best. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. That was always good. Yeah, always good. A huge, huge yeah. bonus. Bonus, and the, and my you know my boys love it. You know, they're like uh, it's like family. We were guys we go camping with and stuff. So we were talking about the upcoming camping trip with the uh, mm-hmm. Sandbanks. You know, Prince Edward County, wow, Sandbanks right, Provincial right. Park. So Pretty yeah, nice. Getting fun. And although that we woke up in the the next day and all the boys were like, so are we going camping next week? You know, I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now the countdown time. has started, exactly. right? Exactly. Just 70, 76 days left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> day after tomorrow. No, no, the day after tomorrow. No, no. Yeah. But we had, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. It was nice. We have a street party coming up next weekend too. Kelly, uh, in all of her free time, organized a street party for nice. all the neighbors. So, yeah, bouncy castles, barbecues. The city's coming to block the street. I think it'll be permanent. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Permanent. Yeah. So we have we have. Uh, she had to get seventy five percent of the neighbors to sign, right? So she went with the boys. Same thing. And Casey went in his house coat and wearing his slippers. He walked door to door. Hugh Hefner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hugh Hefner style, and everyone was super excited to do it. And so we have ninety. No one will say no when you have no, three kids. We, we have ninety nine RSVPs already. So it basically was like, oh yeah, and then and then. Uh, you know, they were like, well, you can invite, you know, friends or family and stuff. And so it's growing. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to have a... Nice. What time should we show up? You're yeah. welcome to come. One to, f- one to five. Yeah. It should be fun. We're Next Saturday Castle. Sunday. Saturday. Yeah. One, one to five. You just got to park on the other street because this one's going to be closed. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. We'll have some... Uh, we're going to do some... What's the game? Cornhole. We got Bouncy Castle, barbecues. We got a little street hockey set up. Got some ba- basketball nets. It's going to be fun. That's nice. great. Yeah. There you go. You got to come and get the net. I got to get the net. I know. Yeah. So that's what's up with us. Nice. So do we jump right in here? Yeah. Today's topic, structure governs function. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> One of osteopathy's four principles. Oh, I have heard of it. Yeah, yes. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have a previous podcast, which is actually really good, about the uh, business principles and yep. uh, the osteopathic principles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys uh, listen to that one, if you... Get the, once you finish with this one, head back and we'll we'll link to that one in the uh, show in notes. In the show notes, make a note of that because yeah. we'll forget. Okay. Nope. Um, 
<laughs> so what, what are we talking about uh, structure governance function obviously we know from osteopathy that uh, the the breakdown of structure is what doctor still thought the root of disease uh, came from and so uh, the same thing we want to show you that the same thing applies to uh, your business so whether or not uh, you are putting your focus in the right place um, as we've mentioned in so many podcasts that yeah um, where focus goes, energy flows. So we want to make sure today we go through a little bit of the principles of where you might be lacking some focus and the structure that's required in order to make that happen. So there are so many things within a business, whether it's you as a practitioner and what you need to structure properly to be able to do your job successfully. There are components to your business, like we are always saying, we work, I guess, fortunately in our business, but sometimes unfortunately, because it takes away from how much time we put on our business. Um, so it's important to look at both sides. Once you become a business owner like that, uh, these are things you're going to have to do on a more regular basis to keep things afloat, make sure the ship doesn't go off on a tangent. And uh, um, it's a great way to do a reset on, we think on a more weekly basis yeah. where you can look at how things are running. Where do you have to drive your attention to to have a better outcome? Um, and so that's what we're going to chat about today. Yeah, of course, correct. And it's important that, yeah. uh, just jump in quickly, that everyone uh, remember this concept, but everyone is a business owner, right? Whether you're joining a, an existing clinic, whether you're a student, yep. right? Tr start finishing your credits, right? To get, uh, you know, your externship or whatever, your clinical, your clinical credits. Yeah. You are running your, your own business. So these concepts are very important no matter what stage of your career you're, you're in. So as, and as always in, in the show notes too, there will be a downloadable action sheet that you can go, uh, get that will take you through the process of looking at certain key components to your business and your practice to, um, to, to look at, to make sure that you're not missing anything. And then to the structure required in order to uh, put that into play and into action. So um, to give an example, let's say, I, I think we, maybe if we piggyback on what we were saying in the previous podcast about patient experience, <clears throat> um, that's a big one. And I think it's one where maybe a lot of people don't have enough structure. So we had discussed a little bit about uh, you know, how do you wow that patient that's coming in for the first time, um, in order one to do the, what are the three E's again there, Jay? To engage, educate, and empower. Nice. Mm. I like the order of that. That was great. <laughs> and then uh, it's, it's, it's pretty fluid though. Yeah. So this, this is a place I think where a lot of, uh, new grads don't have enough structure. You know, their, their mindset's probably more geared towards, okay, I, I don't want to forget. I got to do X technique and this. I better do it well. Totally. Do that. And they forget what the whole point of the first appointment is, is to reassure that person that's in there uh, about, you know, okay, well, this is what we found. This is why I think it started. These are the steps we're going to take to make it work out and be better for you to be pain-free and... Um, and these are also the things I'm going to help you uh, understand and educate you about in order to uh, take that even further so that you can apply it to your life. <clears throat> so I don't know about you guys, but I think that's probably one big one. But there, maybe we can go around and you guys can talk a little bit about something in your uh, personal practice 
that you saw, oh yeah, I got to put a little more attention into this. And what did you do to do that? So people get an idea too of the structure required behind something. Yeah. There's not one perfect structure to do things. It has to be, you know, for you makes sense. And that's unacceptable. <laughs> I will talk to her. I'm really that sorry. your daughter. That's my daughter. That's my our, daughter just walked out of the studio and slammed manager. the door. Yeah, that's our manager. Oh, she shook her head. She shook her head before she left, though. So. She is. <laughs> she knew she was going to get it later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's in trouble. <laughs> so, uh, Jay, why don't we start out with you? Sure. This uh, is a family show, and that's why she's here. Yeah, that exactly. is why she's here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, structure, I guess you're saying, how, what do we do, what do I not identify? So I think I identified um, pretty early that I, I was at my best when I was able to kind of build my schedule the way I wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, to go to keep it personal, if you're, if this relates to like solo practitioners obviously very well, but like Sean said, anyone who's like almost running their own business within an existing practice. Um, I just think like we've always said before, like when things are going well, when you're at the right state, when you're in that state of flow, things should be easy. And when they're not, when things are tough and your schedule is not the way you want it to be and you're not just, everything feels like a bit of a struggle. That was one of the first time I looked back thinking, okay, I was working in a clinic. I was seeing four people an hour and I just, it just bothered me. I just, it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't the structure that I envisioned. It wasn't what I went to school for to, to feel rushed all the time. So I guess one of the early things I'd talk about that I did is I, I left my, I left that practice and, and started on my own or with Kev there to get into seeing the schedule that I wanted. I'm a morning person. I like to work early. I like to be done early. Like that to me opened up, um, my practice made me feel like when I was there, I was giving my best and my clients were getting the best of me because I was working the hours I wanted to work. I wasn't rushed. I was, you know, able to take care of the stuff I needed to get to, to do before I came to work. I set up my schedule. How many do I want to see in a row before I have a pause to eat? And then how many more do I want to see after that pause? I just felt like when I got into that routine that things just felt easier. Mm-hmm. My practice was running better. I was, you know, driving more people into my practice. I felt like my communication skills were on point. That's probably the earliest thing I can think of that I did when I changed the structure. And to be honest with you, I haven't really changed the structure much much since, since then. Yeah. It's uh, it I like the I like what you said there about the the, so the schedule, structuring scheduling it in a way sure. that for you the flow is better. Right? Yeah, it worked for me. I've got yeah. uh, we all everyone knows anyway now. We all have you know kids. Mine are not as young, I guess, as now as they used to be. But we all had young kids starting out and doing things, and I wanted to be there. Uh, and you know, I was fortunate that my wife's work didn't kind of conflict with when I started early, but because of that I was able to come not home like earlier. Not like it does now. Not like it does now. <laughs> so now I'm able to help with pickup some days. I, I've been coaching my kids hockey for seven years. I, I'm 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 very involved with their after school activities because I'm my nine hour day is done by then, sure. right? So yeah, it's just the first thing when you said that, Kevin, is what popped up in my head is. Like you said, let's start with the things that are like yeah. what we did personally. And to me, that was one of the initial changes I made that really, it just made me happier. It just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a systems guy anyway. So it kind of just fit me. I felt like I was, I was working in someone else's box and I didn't want to be in that box at all. I just nice. didn't enjoy it. I've seen 22 people a day and I just, as much as I love the people, I love the, that part of it. I just didn't feel like I was giving them what I knew I could give. Mm. And I just didn't want to continue like that. Yeah. What right. about you, Sean? Yeah, Jay, um, listening or sorry, Kev, just uh, listening to what Jay was just saying, it's, it's, uh, honestly, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I really like Jay. 
I heard kind of two things from that, that uh, what you were talking about, but just the structure you created for your overall schedule allowed you to, um, to be the best in both worlds, uh, be the best at home in your personal life with your family and coaching. And that in turn feeds and fuels your practice, your practice life. Um, so that's uh, really cool. But my, I, I definitely worked on that and my structure with respect to my schedule has changed depending on what my, um, know what life has thrown at me right with uh, having kids and stuff and and with uh, with Kelly and her schedule right we've been able to you know fortunately we're in a position in our practice right that we can we can do that we can be a little more strict with uh, with our schedules right and people will still come see us um, so that's a benefit right over time but I, I went through that that process but then also what I'm really aware of um, and it's important to note is the, the structure I maintain uh, with uh, whether it's an evaluation, a new patient evaluation, and or whether it's a follow-up treatment, uh, I'm very aware of the time and uh, the different things that I need to get done within that, within that time. And I find um, early on in practice, I wasn't, right? And, and, it was, and it was, you know, you, you... Oh my gosh, I haven't covered all these things yet. Yeah. And I've got right? five minutes left, right? Yeah, so, so I definitely... And I'm aware. I'm aware of uh, you know the things that I'm covering. I'm aware of. Uh, I'm aware of the communication going on with the patient of what I think they're interested in in hearing, depending on where, depending on if it's an initial evaluation, uh, if it's you know going over their their health history. Uh, I'm aware of how you know how I can then take that into like say more of an explanation or communication phase and into treatment and then into that wrap up. So I'm, I am, uh, definitely there's a structure to, uh, my new patient evals. There's a structure to my treatment and it is, sometimes it does change and, and different aspects of it bleed into, into others, but it, that's evolved too. And I've had to, you know, I've, I look, you know, like we always talk about this, so just take time to reflect and look, look back and be like, okay. Um, Am I doing everything I wanted to do? Am as I as am I as efficient as I want to want to be? Can I do more? Maybe right. You look at that time that you have, and then you create some structure to it, and the outcomes are are that much better. And then it, it you know everything just kind of kind of flows from flows there. from there. Like uh, you know. Well, so it's it's good. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, because the, the big thing that changes too is you get more comfortable as your communication gets better and it evolves. And a, a lot of times what can get us into problems like Sean, you're saying in the initial eval is the is the client. The ones that want to talk all the time, talk like oh, this. Yes. And, they, and, they're, and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to ask them more stuff. I want to do stuff, but they're not. Stuff. So as you get more comfortable and more experienced, you're able to interject appropriately, kindly, Direct. but to say di you're directing it, you're, you're driving mm. the ship and saying, okay, that's great. We're going to catch up with that. I think I can listen to that more when we're doing this part of your treatment. But for now, I really want to kind of get through these things so we can move forward and we get more comfortable with that, right? As time goes on. So that's a good point. So that summarizes a lot of what we're talking about because the key point here is to know when the structure isn't working mm -hmm. that you're using, right? Yep. So just like the body, you know, if there's misalignment in the structure, well, let's address it. Get yeah. it aligned so that the, everything functions better. The outcome is better. Everything's better. Yes. So like you guys were mentioning, both of you, about course correction, you know, like knowing and being aware that something you're doing isn't working. You might not know right away why, mm. uh, but the fact that you're putting a little bit more attention on it and saying, okay, well, what could I restructure here to make it such that it's more... Um, beneficial to the client and the process that I'm trying to do, right? So 
I think that's the whole point here is to look at the structure we're using, whether it's with a client, whether it's with the front staff, whether it's with your staff, uh, all the inner workings of what can happen within an office require this attention in order to make sure everything stays in balance. And the better we have the structure in place, the more smoothly things go. Yeah, And then it's easier to track things that aren't working as well because then you know like, okay, well, there's something breaking down in this way we have it set up. Let's take a look at how we're doing that, maybe redirect it a little bit differently and then see what the outcome is then. Now, obviously, that's the whole point of why we're doing this podcast is to provide some information that can help people skip a few steps so they don't have to do all this trial and error, right? Yeah. Um, so on that note, maybe there's something we could talk about more or less on a personal level, more on a, for business owners that currently work within a team setting. What are some other examples maybe of something we can, uh, we can discuss about where we had to implement some structure here uh, sure. to change things? Yeah, well, I think like, like anything else, the, the bigger your team becomes, like look at these big businesses, these multinational corporations in the world, the bigger you are, mm-hmm. the better your systems and procedures have to be. And that's no different than us, you know, obviously on a much lesser scale, but your structures as an individual become much different when you have five or 10 or 15 colleagues that, colleagues that you work with, because the reality is in our line of work is that, you know, outside of the lunch break that we take together, you know, all we do is see each other in passing. So you can't really, you know, build business strategies in a three minute, you know, pause between clients, right? So one thing that became very evident to, to I think us here at Vitality as we grew is the importance for us having team meetings and the importance for us to, to, you know, bring everyone together to go over our core values that we have at work, a coming up with the core values and then b sharing them and making sure that this was a fit for everyone that mm-hmm. they, they, there's buy-in from all of our practitioners that yes, this is the way we see um, healthcare. This is the way we see the way we want to address people and a commonality towards reaching that. I think team meetings is a great way, a great way to, you know, share ideas and, and things that are coming up of how you want the business to be run. Because if you just let it trickle down through, it's like that game you play as a kid when you whisper something into someone's ear and then it goes down the train. The, Telephone the, the, broken. The, exactly. Telephone. By the time it gets to the end, the message is completely different. Well, that can happen in your business too. Yeah. So as much as most people don't like meetings and then the dreaded meetings word, they're very vital. And, you know, you can look at your own practice and determine how often you want to have one. Um, and that can obviously look different between each practice, but you know, roughly once a month we like to get together and it also, it, you know, as much as you want to create structure, which obviously that's what we're talking about, but it also gives you an idea of what your, how everyone else is experiencing their practice and they get to put valuable input because you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with and people can get ideas from anywhere. So I think it's just a great way to, to listen, to observe, to meet regularly, to determine you know, where are we currently? What does our structure look like? What have we identified of things that could need some improvement? Mm. And then on that date, you can start saying, well, these are the steps you want to take to move to that next level. It then gives you a time frame where you meet again next, where you can then discuss, okay, well, who's accountable for that? Who's responsible for that part? And it's, and it's documented. It's in the, it's in the, the notes that our receptionist or office manager makes that she shares so that when your next meeting comes up a month later, You've got systems in place. Okay, last month we talked about this. So, you, uh, you know, these several people had this role to play to bring us to the next level. And it's how you continue to grow and build and put better systems in place. So that became evident to us, I think, as we went from 
two practitioners to four to five that we knew we needed to to start meeting a little bit more regularly to get input to confirm that this is the path that we think we sh- you know everyone agrees to go forward with and then and then progress on mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> i'll i'll jump into more personal life and instead of a business life but uh um putting some structure like i said having three kids i can definitely i mean you guys experience this and having uh three kids in three years definitely destabilized and and provided more chaos than order to my life right Mm -hmm. um so i i multiple times throughout that journey had a bunch of kind of check-ins with myself and said okay what are some of the priorities what's going to make me you know a better dad right to my kids and a better husband and a better and better at work right with my with my my practice, my team, and uh, and my my clients, and that was uh, definitely exercise for me, right? So I had to uh, had to look at that, and I've always that's always been a massive portion of my life. But then, like I say, when the chaos of kids started to start to bleed into infiltrate, you know, infiltrate, right? <laughs> um, and obviously, we say that we're, we're joking with it, right? Is it's been an amazing amazing ride, but I definitely had to carve and be very diligent on on structuring time for myself mm-hmm. um yeah that is one thing you learn quickly with kids is yes that you no longer have time for yourself mm-hmm. so you better take advantage of the time you have exactly so you have, <laughs> when you get it exactly when you yeah. get it or yeah. or I, for for myself and we know this we spoke about this before but I, I definitely i was like okay well I, you know, roughly this is, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's curveballs that anyone who have kids can attest to this, that there's always, you know, tons of curveballs in there. But for the most part, I'm able to structure in, um, you know, when I get up early in the morning before, like I say before, who was it before, before this, before my sons rise, right? Get up mm. before, the, before the sunrise. One of my patients said that, but, uh, I had to structure that into my, into my, uh, into my lifestyle. And uh, in order to get that done, because that makes me feel good and, and you know, for anyone knows the benefits of it, but uh, definitely keeps order to my chaos, right? I like the fact, too, that you both mentioned that this is a constant uh, evolution. evolution and something you have to be aware of as time goes on, because different things do pop up, yeah. like pandemics. Yeah. And, you know, kids changing in terms of going to different schools or doing whatever, you know, like there are so many things that can change. Uh, It's important that we always keep tabs on, you know, how are things running? How my one one thing you both mentioned, which I'm glad you did, is what where am I at? Mm -hmm. You know, like what do I need to be able to serve properly and not, excuse me, drain myself? so that I'm not effective for my patients, for my family, for, you know. So that is the key beginning, I think, to all of this, is making sure that your personal kind of structure fits and feeds your purpose, yeah. one. Two is then, okay, well, where where do we have to look at these constant moving parts that are going to basically change with time that we need to be on and, and evolve with and, and change in terms of how we go about it? So... <clears throat> That's great that you guys mentioned that because I think it's important to note that it's not something that you're going to set and be done with. No. 
It's right. constantly living. And that, and that, right? per, and Kevin, that parallels exactly osteo, right? I mean, right. it's the structure that governs function, but it's always evolving because there's always, you know, the, like you say, the stresses both internally and externally and the reactions and the, and, you know, or lack thereof to those stresses are going to, are going to, you know, that ebb and flow of life and, they're always going to need fine tuning and tweaking. Sure. And because you got influence from external factors. Exactly. You have influence from internal and in integrative responses. Responses right. that the body's going through. Yeah. So it's the same, same thing, right? Yeah. So a business is no different. Yeah. Right? A, a life is no different, right? And we say this all the time, Jake. Personal, right? Personal development precedes professional development, right? That's right. And it's also what we coach our clients on. Yeah. I mean, now how often do we talk about? we talk to our clients about carving out time. It's mm -hmm. not about how many times you stretch your hip flexors today. Today, you know, you need to start taking some time out of your own life, carving some time out to work on you. And mm -hmm. because that's so important, you can see how much they need it. You know, it's very easy to observe someone coming into your clinic that has no structure. You can see it. They're scattered. They're all over the place. Right. And it's also, I also, it's funny you guys are talking, I'm thinking, yeah, sometimes some of the most successful people you see that come into your office successful being like, very superficial word. I don't know if I love that. You know what I mean? Like yep. they got it together. You know, you can see that their, their things seem to be coming easy. They tend to be very structured. Mm, sure. They tend to be the ones that are very organized that yes. have carved out niches for many different parts of their life. It's just kind of funny as you guys were speaking, I, it really popped in my head how we, I coach a lot on that on my clients now about structure and putting structure in their life. And part of it being from our learnings and part of it from just observing the clientele we've seen over the past 20 some years. And mm. you can identify behaviors like that. It's mm -hmm. very powerful to have some structure in your life. Yeah, there, there's tenets, tenets of success that when followed, right, will kind of, you know. It, it doesn't guarantee anything, no. but it kind of helps set the stage sometimes. Yeah, you can kind of bet on them, right? You can kind of, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so again, I, it, you know, this concept applies to so many things within the business. So like we were saying before, you know, it's to, to maybe do that inventory for yourself. Take a look at, you know, you on a personal level. What do you need? Uh, what are the things you can put in place right away to make that happen? Uh, and then it's the accountability of it. It's just, and you might have to get some help, maybe from your spouse, maybe from a colleague, maybe from someone to keep you accountable on things. Uh, that's always a go-to or like we do here where there's shaming, a lot Tons of shaming. shaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Public, public notices public on the board. <laughs> like just, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously too, within, within your business, you know, so they're, um, like Jason was mentioning before, you know, when, when you start to have, uh, you know, multiple practitioners in, in your, your business, it's important to keep tabs on everyone too, to not to keep them in line. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, you know, are people uh, happy with the way work is going for them? If it, if they're not, well, maybe then they need some personal structure or they need something different at their work that, for, the, for it to work out better for them. So it's important just to look at those factors just to make sure that we all stay on track and there's a good communication at work uh, so that everyone has a great time. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, that is our structure speech for the day. Love it. Yeah. So um, again, you can download that sheet. Uh, there's an action sheet that we, we're going to have um, attached to the podcast. So please download that and do that exercise just for yourself. Yeah, it's a, essentially it's a checklist you said, yep. right? Of yeah, where you a, think you need structure and then yeah, there's and a, identifying it and then taking those action steps of how to change it. 
Yeah, I like the accountability part you brought up, Kev, because it's just like going to starting working out again or whoever's in that path. If you can have someone that that knows you've got a path that you want to do and you can get someone to watch over you, it's always for the better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we're all in this together, right? We are, the, the goal is to, you know, build people up and, and, and ripple effect, right? So if you have someone there to... A network that can support you. Exactly. It always makes things easier. Yeah, absolutely. So, Shauner, where can uh, people find us? Yes. So, uh, as always, osteomentorship.com. Head over there, jump on our newsletter. There's lots going on. We are getting closer and closer to the launch of the MBO program, right? Masters of Business for Osteopaths. So, stay tuned. So, get on the, um, the newsletter um, so you know when that goes live. Uh, that's definitely important. Then hit us up, share with your friends. We just hit 10,000 10, plus downloads. We're, uh, and that's thanks to all of you guys listening and sharing. Yep. Uh, if you're a student, share with your, your, uh, share with your, all the other students. Everyone can, if you guys start this now, right? These, these principles and these, uh, just these concepts we love, we love talking about, uh, your success is inevitable. Like we say, so, um, uh, yeah, the osteo connection, that's the podcast, Instagram handle, Osteo Mentorship Instagram handle, Advanced Mentorship for Osteopaths is on Facebook. We're we're you know we're on social and then LinkedIn right under our own name. So yep. Sean Landry and Kevin the Osteo Connection and the Osteo Connections there as well. The podcast and the yep. Advanced. So we're we're there. So if you guys are uh, if you're around, share with co- friends, colleagues, uh, connect with us. We love let hearing. us know what you want to hear. We love hearing from you. We, we love appreciate your support. Dating advice. We could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because <laughs> we're so well versed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lawn care lawn care <laughs> whatever lawn care uh, golf golf swing so golf if you, if swing, you guys we have a golf and the osteo connection yeah. if you're on uh, Instagram we just posted Jake some, <laughs> some golf swings uh, this weekend like I say we took some time to, to fuel our purpose right with some passions mm-hmm. there you go but anyways we Love will it. see you next week peace alright everyone bye bye thanks for checking out this episode we hope you learned something or not And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.